Welcome to Law of Attraction in Action. Thank you so much for joining me today on my amazing podcast where I have amazing people who share their journeys and show you how amazing life can be once you realize this is a powerful universe. So today's guest, her name is Molly Mandelberg, and she's an artist, globetrotter, writer, speaker, facilitator, and leader. She is the founder of Wild Hearts Rise Up, where she helps heart-centered practitioners get their message out into the world. And I met Molly, actually, she was a speaker at a meetup I went to, and immediately I was like, I want her life, because she lives an amazing life. So Molly, I'm so excited to learn about you, because there's so much I don't know. So thank you so much for being here. I'm happy to be here. Awesome. So one thing I love to ask people is how did you come into the law of attraction and how has it changed your life? Awesome. That's a great question. So I actually am one of the blessed few raised by a very productive and powerful hippie who raised me believing in the law of attraction. So I've been asking questions about life in the universe since I can remember and always getting answers that were totally in alignment with manifestation and positive thinking and gratitude and how to use our words to create the life we want to live. So even in my 20s, when I was a little bit more aimless and wandering and struggling to figure out who I wanted to be and what kind of a life I really wanted to create, I would you know, call my mom on the phone and say, Mom, I don't know what I'm doing. And she would say, Molly, you are so clearly on your perfect path. And that's sort of a snippet of what it's been like learning it and playing with it. And I know in anything we're practicing or um, learning, it takes it takes some ups and downs sometimes to really master it. And I still have days where I wonder what I'm doing, even with the career that I've built and the life that I've created. Um, but I use it every day. I end every night by writing a list of 10 things that I'm grateful for. I spend time every morning meditating and visualizing the world that I want to live in and the life that I want to be um, manifesting. And slowly but surely, always slower than I want it, but slowly but surely it comes to pass. And I have found my dream home. I've created a beautiful tiny home inside of a giant sprinter van, which I drive around the country and teach classes and workshops on magic and marketing. And I get to lead what I call my soulmate clients to find the right messaging and the right tools to help them live the lives they want to live in their businesses. That's awesome. And when I met you, you were just kind of passing through, right? You were on your way somewhere else. And it sounds like you really just get to travel and work from anywhere, which is so many of our dreams, I think. That's mine. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty fun. So that's awesome. You know, it's funny. I grew up with a very, not a hippie mom, but very much into personal development. And I remember resisting it when I was younger. Did you in your youth go like, what? This isn't right. Or did you always believe this stuff? Um, I mean, there were other things going on in my world that sort of pointed to if we're creating this, then why would we choose it to be hard or uncomfortable? Or why would we choose, you know, abusive relationships or whatever. So I definitely doubted it and wanted to not believe it. But the more that I look at it and the more I dig into it, the more I realize that um, even the upsets in life are something we're creating either to learn our way out of them or to um, rise from them. So yeah, yeah I definitely have had many moments of doubting it and wondering and pushing against it. Um, even just being a writer, because my mom is a writer, I thought, oh, no, that's not me. And she said, you know, 
once I had really fully come into getting the law of attraction and the way the the universe works for us and never against us, my mom actually said to me, you know, the one thing you've been always saying you're not going to be is a writer. And you know, the universe doesn't hear don't or not. (laughs) And I was like, Oh no. (laughs) I thought, Oh man, if I'm well, crap, if I'm supposed to be a writer, I better go out and write something. And that was the beginning of me finding what I do now. Nice. And so is your um, parents super supportive on what you do? I'm assuming and this is, it's awesome you do that. Yeah, I'm really lucky to have both my parents have never told me to get a real job or Oh, um, I love practical. That. Yeah. That's huge. That's huge. And I think most people stop themselves because they have a lot of naysayers in their life. And, you know, right right now I'm doing a 30-day manifesting boot camp. And the big thing, one thing I'm writing about right now is how important it is to not allow the, the negative people in your life to knock you down on your path. And for you growing up with two parents who believe this, that was such a gift. Yeah, I would say my dad sort of errs on the side of... Um, and he doesn't necessarily believe that we can create our reality. He believes in more of a nothingness, um, <laughs> existential kind of thing. But mm-hmm. he definitely is a huge supporter of me making cool things happen, even if he doesn't think that I have free will around that. Um, but yeah, it's a huge blessing. I, I know how much harder it is watching people who have um, grown up with no, you can't or no, you shouldn't or that's not you know, a worthwhile dream to pursue. And it's a lot harder, I imagine, to move through life that way. But what's beautiful and what I've really found is hugely important is when you start choosing the people you let impact you, that you let influence you. And that was a big factor for me as well when I realized that the five people you spend the most time with have a huge say in how you look at the world and how you operate in it. And it's your job to determine who gets to have that influence in your life. And when I started making, you know, not making cuts, but making real choices about, you know, who do I spend my weekend with? Who do I have dinner with? What kind of a lunch date is going to actually inspire me and keep me expanding and growing in my world? That's when things started to really improve and get better. So that's definitely a huge factor is the vibration you're surrounding yourself with. Absolutely. And this is such a great conversation because I was just writing about this today. And de- I, I encourage people to declutter their life of things and people. And that's really hard to say, like, get rid of people. But it's so true that that the energy of others around you affect you. But I also believe in because it's a vibrational universe that you will at- naturally attract like attracts like, right? Have you noticed that in your life? Yeah, definitely. And that like attracts like goes in both directions. So if you're finding that, you know, everyone in your life is complaining and worried and anxious, then I would look at how you want to get over being a complainer or a worrier or someone who um, hasn't found a way to process and use their, you know, higher frequency energies like anxiety and channel that into something positive in their lives. Um, which I know is a much bigger topic than we have time to cover today. But yeah, it's important. What other things are important, you think, as far as utilizing this this law of attraction and mindset and, you know, as far as you own your own business and you're able to travel? I mean, what, you know, I think it takes some courage to do what you're doing. I and mean, can you talk about that? Or what have you done to get to the point you're at? 
Yeah. I mean, I'm a writer, so it makes it easier for me to introspect on what's working and what's not working in my life and what I want to change and what I want to create. So I spend a lot of time flushing that out and asking myself big questions. But I think a couple of the main tools would be like ritual. Number one, what are you doing as a daily practice to get clear on what vibration you're emitting so that you know what you're kind of attracting how to get rid of the lower stuff so that you can stay on that high flying disc as Abraham talks about. Um, mm-hmm. Gratitude practices are great. Meditation is great. Dancing, singing, pleasure, taking time to really like be in your body and feel happy emotions and, you know, working that into your schedule so that you actually do feel that light energy more frequently throughout your day. It's a neural pathway that you can train yourself to do. It doesn't just happen to you. I think a big misconception is people think that when you're happy, you're grateful. And it's really when your gratitude is overflowing, that equals joy. It's it's the other way around. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Ritual. And then also um, taking the time to imagine Use your brain to visualize what you want. And if you don't know what you want, talk about it more. Find people who are willing to have that conversation with you without cutting you down or trying to keep you small or minimizing your vision because they don't believe in it or they can't see something greater for themselves. Take Mm -hmm. time to visualize the future as you want it to be, whether that's on a global scale, the kind of economy and community and um, like society that you want to live in or whether that's on a really personal level like what kind of a home do you want to be in what kind of car do you want to drive not to make it material but how do you want your reality to like support you and what can you start doing today those little action steps that start saying I really do want that I think that's a key part people don't realize also is it's not all it is very much all energetic and emotional and there's also so much you can do to take action to move towards what you want. For example, when I realized I wanted to live on the road, and I wasn't quite sure yet, if that was going to be in a van or in an RV or in a converted school bus, I went and test drove some things. I went to an RV store and I tried to imagine myself, is this the thing I want to be driving? Um, Just to get my body into the mode of I could live on the road, I could be doing this. What does that feel like? And that was a big leap of faith and energetic step forward into that's a life I want to create. So there's little things like that that you can take action on as well. And I find most people don't dream big enough. Don't you? Do you see that a lot? Totally. They limit themselves. We, mm-hmm. we don't believe we can or we don't think we should or who are we to have such a great life that it's especially when we're looking around at who we're who we're alongside. It's a minority of us that even choose to dream big. But what I've noticed is when you're willing to, not only will more people who want to grow show up in your life, but more people will be inspired to reach for more if you're willing to go first. And that's a sign of a true leader. Oh, I love that. I love that. And this way of thinking, it is so... um, I I wouldn't say what percentage of people believe this stuff. It's very, very small. Um, but so it, I feel like anyone that I talk to and teach is a leader of this as well. So I love everyone who's listening to this podcast. I feel are leaders because to be in the leading edge of this information is really a gift to the world, to others, right? Totally. And I think by living by example, like you are Molly to do what you're doing. And that's why I love having you on the show because 
I know a lot of people say, I wish I could do something more. I just don't know how. And so what you're telling people, you don't need to know the how. You just need to imagine and and try things out and take baby steps. Is that right? As much as possible, give up figuring out the how because <laughs> it's never, ever going to show up how you think it's going to show up. And if you get stuck on a how, <laughs> you actually end up inadvertently closing doors on how it's trying to come to you. There's a yeah. – it's, I can't remember the exact – uh, fable or whatever, but basically there's a story about a guy who, you know, it falls off the edge of a cliff and he's holding on and he's saying, God, please come save me. Please come save me. And, you know, a helicopter comes by and he's like, no, no, God's going to save me. And he, you know, a guy comes by with a rope and he says, no, no, God's going to save me. And then he falls off the cliff and dies. And God's like, I sent you a helicopter. I sent you a guy with the rope. What do you think it's going to look like? And it's that same idea that when we're expecting it to show up a certain way and we really close our, um, it's like putting blinders on a horse. It can only see one direction. What I love, I use another set of tools called access consciousness, which is kind of like law of attraction on steroids. But how, how many questions could we ask that puts the molecules of the universe back into motion, into chaos, if you will? And when we ask those questions, it's like we tap into the energy of more possibilities and we take those blinders off. So if you're thinking, I want this thing, I want this thing, it has to look like this. I want my dream man and he's got to be 6'4 with you know a beard, then uh, we might miss the 5'11 you know, clean shaven guy who's perfect for us because we had it so set on how it had to be. Rather than, you know, who would be right for me? What kind of a, you know, connection or energy do I want to have in relationship to other people? You know, asking questions that bring in, that call in the energy is a lot more powerful than honing in on exactly how you think it needs to be. Yes, absolutely. Because the universe, I do believe, has a better plan for us. And if we say, like, like excess consciousness, what else is possible? It's oh that's I say that all the time. It's it's the most powerful phrase ever because what else is possible? You leave it open, the universe goes, Oh, let's show you. And you're like, awesome. Okay, I'm gonna sit back. Well, you obviously take action, but it's such a great way to live. And I've seen speakers actually talk just on questions. I mean, we can do a whole talk just on questions. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's so powerful. So I'm really glad you brought that up. So you've been doing access consciousness. And it's so funny because Barbara Gilman, who was one of my other interviewees, is, was your teacher. Is that correct? Yeah, she's actually the first person I met who taught access consciousness. And I took my first couple classes from her. She's awesome. I love it. And, you know, she was absolutely um, one of the most passionate people in that area. I met a lot of people in access consciousness and she was amazing. And I got a session done with her too. But tell me more about your journey around access consciousness and how it has changed your life and brought, like you said, it's like on, on steroids. Explain that more to people if you could. Yeah. Well, it came to me magically when I was asking questions like, where is my next, uh, set of tools going to come from? Like, how am I going to reach that next level for me? And then (laughs) I was actually watching a Facebook live and a friend of mine mentioned this clearing statement, which is from access consciousness. And it's basically short speak for a whole bunch of questions, but it goes right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And that phrase like stuck a a wedge in me 
And she said casually, oh, if you don't know what that is, that's the access consciousness clearing statement. You can Google it. And she went on her way with her Facebook Live. And immediately I went and Googled this access consciousness. What the heck? And it was Mm. so clearly for me that I was like, oh, my God, I want to read this whole web page right now. But I was late for a meetup or a networking event that I wanted to go to. So I shut my computer, left that page open, ran out the door to a a networking event. And I walked in and the first person I spoke to was Barbara Gilbin, who who Mm. introduced herself as an access consciousness facilitator. And I was like, you have to be kidding me. I literally just Googled this. And in my head, I was saying, (laughs) okay, universe, I'm listening. I got it. And then I started playing with it and immediately started receiving more. Um, My energy changed. My ability to connect with people improved like so much of my life and my ability to receive both monetarily and physically and energetically just like got blasted open. Everything changed. Um, So as far as the tools go, like there's questions, there's verbal processing, there's body processes. I teach a class called the access bars, which is sort of the first step into the world of access where you actually just lay on a massage table and someone touches your head in the right places and says the magic words. And all of that old patterning and old way of operating gets basically like control alt deleted out of your brain. It's like you're defragging the hard drive that is your brain. And if we're talking about the law of attraction and how your point of reference, your point of attraction is based on what you're thinking, how you're feeling, then if you could reset all that back to ground zero, what else would be possible then? What more could you create? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. That's That's powerful stuff. You know, I had uh, someone speak at my meetup group years ago who was an access consciousness facilitator. And he, there's a couple of people in my group. I had a pretty big group that day, probably had like, I don't know, maybe 25, 30 people there. And we we're in this small room and we had the, the table out. And so he had to ask for volunteers. Well, the two volunteers that he did that day, completely, he changed their life. Like they, both of them have said, and one is actually still teaching. She's doing access consciousness teaching. She's doing bars. And the other person, she uses it every day and she's a nurse. She's like, it completely changed my life. And so it's so cool that I keep coming around this energy and hearing about what a difference it's made in people's lives. So I'm glad that you teach it and you are here to share this with all my listeners because I know a lot of people are like, what is that? Because I want some of that. Totally. It's an amazing energy. And it was totally an answer for what I was asking for. I was asking for, you know, the next level of, of life, the next, uh, you know, level of me, the next way to expand. And that's what showed up when I was calling that in. So what do you do in those days? Cause we all have those bad days. I know I do where things aren't flowing and you're like, fuck, this sucks today. Like <laughs> what do you do on days? Like I that? ask questions. I ask what else is possible. I ask, how does it get better than this? I, I I meditate if I have the time to, um, if I'm driving, I'm usually able to reset by, um, asking as many questions as possible around how to elevate my energy and also trying to look at what's in it for me. What's right about this that I'm not getting most often is something showing up. Like I said earlier, it's there to teach you something or to, um, expand your reality in some way. So even if it's hard and shitty, 
I try to see what is it a that created this and B, what can I get out of it? What's in it for me? Um, and yeah, meditation is a huge way that I keep my energy up. I highly, I'll just name drop one more time. Joe Dispenza, Dr. Joe Dispenza. He wrote a book called breaking the habit of being yourself, becoming supernatural. Um, he has these meditation CDs that totally alter my, um, my vibration. And when I listen to them in the morning, uh, life is just better. So I try to listen to him as much as possible too. Nice. And I agree. Meditation changed my life hands down. And when I don't meditate, I notice it. (laughs) Things do not flow as well. Um, so that's awesome. Well, I honestly could pick your brain forever, Molly, but I, this has just been an amazing conversation and I really appreciate you coming on my show. Yeah, I, I I love it. And anyone out there who's, you know, exploring the worlds of feeling better, having a happier life, even just a simple gratitude list once a day, just write 10 things down that you're grateful for and take like one deep breath to really feel in your body where that gratitude lives. That before I had more tools, I pulled myself out of depression many times with that one tool. Oh, I love it. I love it. Thank you, Molly. Well, I also want people to get in touch with you if they want to work with you. How do they get in touch yeah, with you? Yeah, they can check out my website, wildhearts with an S, riseup.com. And I also have a really fun quiz for magical people that are trying to grow a business or growing a business. Um, it's wildheartsriseup.com slash quiz, where you not only get a tarot reading and an assessment of what to do next to grow your, um, to expand your reach and grow your business, but you also get to discover your arch nemesis and how to defeat them. I love it. And that is, I did that, by the way, people, and it was super cool. I, you have, you just have like the fanciest offerings. I mean, just really unique what you do. And so you also are really good at marketing. Yeah. So I <laughs> teach magic and cool. marketing. The access bars is really a way for me to deepen the level that my clients are able to expand their business. Because when we're looking at how we reach people, when we're looking at how we find the words to really talk about what we do, which is what I help people do, that often there's a lot of stuff in there where we're assuming it has to go a certain way. We're, we're getting to close in on the how instead of going into possibilities. And we also, all of our stuff comes up. If some of you out there are entrepreneurs, you know that as soon as you're in business for yourself, your stuff is up. And so access and magic (laughs) is a way that I help people deconstruct what's up so that we can actually get down to the work and create the messaging, build those products and offerings and courses. I'm helping a client build a quiz right now. Another client I'm helping design her whole webinar funnel Another client, we just built five products, um, online courses that people can go to her website and buy. All of that is more possible when we've cleared our stuff out of the way so that we can go big and play, um, play a bigger game. Yeah. Yes. I love it. And you, you speak the speak and talk the talk and all that. And I love that. I love that. So. Thank you again, Molly. And thank you everyone for listening. If anyone is interested in being interviewed on this podcast and you've had an amazing experiences in your life and want to share your journey with others, please go to my website at michelle-joy.com. That's M-I-C-H-E-L-E-J-O-Y.com. And thank you everyone for listening and happy manifesting. Bye.